0: friends. Welcome back to Live at the Roxy on this Wednesday, March 10th, Steph's Bra's birthday and uh, episode 360 of Live at the Roxy in a row during quarantine, 360 of quarantine edition. Uh, we have five more days until we have made it one year of quarantine on this show and just in general, and that's pretty wild. So a lot going on. I wish I could say we had a better, happier topic to talk about on the show today. I thought about not talking about this today because I have to be honest. I did uh, Skybound this morning. I did SCN this morning, and it was such a fun show with all the ladies. And tonight is Steph Sprouse's birthday, and it's going to be such a fun show. And we have her doing incredibly ridiculous shit. That's going to be just awesome. Um, and so I'm in a I'm in a good mood today, and I'm having a happy day. But uh, racism and home and homophobic behavior and um, sexism and anti-Semitism strike at any time. They don't give a fuck what your mood is. And I can't just not talk about it. So today we're talking about the Miles Leonard situation. And if you don't know anything about it, no worries. If you hadn't heard his name before the situation, no worries. We're gonna, I'm gonna break the whole thing down. I'm gonna explain to you guys what happened. And then for anybody who's new to the show, if you're tuning in for the first time because you see the headline and you see the thumbnail. Uh just for background I am a Jewish woman. I am Jewish on both my mother's and father's side. I've been Jewish my whole life. I was born Jewish, I will die Jewish. And so we will talk about what happened from the perspective of a Jew because I do see a lot of people talking about this on their shows and I have not seen any Jews talking about this uh except for Julian Edelman and I will break down what he said as well. Although I haven't seen him talking about it, I saw him post about it. <sighs> so Bummer on that. We'll still do Streamlabs. And so maybe you guys can bring in some fun topics to the show today. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer and the super chat. But instead of starting with those today, I do want to start with this because um, I appreciate all of you guys who are here. And I know that you guys are here to A, support, B, learn, C, grow. And that's what I'm doing on this planet as well. I'm here to do all of those things. I'm here to support You guys and myself, I'm here to learn about all the things I don't know about. It's why I'm the most curious person on the planet. And I'm here to grow because I used to be a way shittier person and I am hoping that in 20 years from now I look at this person and think how much farther I've grown then. I can always grow and and so can people. So I'll start by saying that and then get into what's actually going on. Leonard Kim, (laughs) I am so sorry. Leonard Kim's an amazing supporter of the show. Not Leonard Kim. Myers Leonard uh, poor poor Leonard Kim. Myers Leonard is an NBA star. Uh, star is a loose term here, but when you are in the NBA, you are making millions of dollars, so I'm going to call you a star. And he plays for the Miami Heat. And you guys might remember his name if you are not a sports fan because when they were in the bubble, Miles uh, Myers Leonard was one of the only, I think the only person I saw who, when everybody else was taking a knee, he stood. And uh, he said he stood during the national anthem because his brother's in the military and in honor of his brother, the rest of the team took a knee and he did not take a knee. So that was talked about heavily at the time. And now he is in the news because he was playing a video game And during the video game, he was playing against somebody else. And he twice um, said kike. And the only reason that I'm gonna use the word here is because I think a lot of broadcasters and a lot of people aren't Jewish and they aren't able to use that word. And so there has been some confusion (laughs) amongst people about what anti-Semitic slur. Not that there are that, well, there are some, but. So he twice said kike, he said, Um, in a, he said, fucking kike, and then something else is beeped out in all of the, in all of the videos, but that's what he said, and he was saying it because he was frustrated because he wasn't doing well in the game, and he used it in a negative way, Um, not, not when speaking to a Jew, he just, he used it twice, So I have a lot to say about this situation, and I would love to hear from you guys too. For any of my fellow Jews in the chat, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer and the super chat. For any of my non-Jews in the chat, if you have questions, comments, concerns, anything that you need to know, I would love to hear from you guys. So uh, I I don't like doing comparisons of cultures because everything means something different to different cultures. But for those of you guys who don't know the word kike, which I have found a lot of people do not know the word, it is, we, Jews, we liken the word kike to how, and again, every culture is different. So I'm not saying it, it holds the exact same weight, um, but it, what the N word is to black people, the K word is to Jews. So it is the worst of the worst slurs for Jews. Um, and it is uh, wildly offensive. One of the main differences between the N-word and kike is that Jews do not ever, I never, at least in my circle and all the Jews that I know, um, I do not ever, ever hear any of my Jewish friends use the word kike. I think in, in the way that, many black people have found this ownership of the word and have taken back the word and use it amongst themselves and can, can speak the word more freely because it's their word to say or to not say. The Jews have not done that. Um, we don't call each other the K word. We don't use it casually in conversation. It's never dropped. And there's a lot of reasons behind this, um, and again, I, I I'm not comparing because it it sucks that I feel like I'm when you're Jewish, you're always comparing your plight to the 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 struggles of Black people and Black people to Jews. It's so I don't I'm not trying to. in No way am I like one upping or one downing any other culture. I'm just trying to explain it in terms that people understand because people don't understand the word or the severity of the word or its usage or its place in society. And so I think that that is the best way to try and explain it. Um, So it is not a common or casual word at all. It's a very jarring word. And because of that, if you know the word if you hear the word, it is very likely, and I would say over 95% likely, that you've heard it in a negative fashion because what you wouldn't hear is me say to another Jew, what's up Kike? That's not something you would ever hear. So, or like you wouldn't hear me say, oh my God, you crushed that, you kike. That was amazing. That's that's never afraid, you would never ever heard, you would never hear that because that's not how it's used. So for people who have that word in their vocabulary, and frankly, honestly, I'm uncomfortable with the amount that I've said it on the show, not because I can't say it, I'm Jewish, so of course that gives me a different right but because I've never said that word that much. In this stream, I've said it more than I probably said it in my entire life. Um, So it's an uncomfortable word. And so if you have that word in your vocabulary, it is the only way it could possibly be there is because uh, of you hearing it in a negative connotation and it being used around you in a negative connotation and you using it negatively. Now, that is not me saying that, that Myers Leonard understood the severity of the situation. That's not me saying he understood the word he was using. That's just me saying that either the company he keeps or however he learned that word, it was not from a Jew saying something positive about another Jew. Because that is never, I've never heard it used that way. Um, And I've been Jewish my whole life, and I've never once heard it used that way. So that's not to say nobody on the planet's ever used it that way, but I just, there's, I've never, I've never heard that. So that's just to explain to you guys um, where a lot of people are coming from on this one. So a couple of things have happened. Just to explain more of the story, and then I'll get into more of my thoughts and hear from you guys in the streamlabs and super chat as well. A couple of things have happened since this footage came out. Number one, we did get a uh, an apology from Myers Leonard. This is what he Instagrammed out. He said, "I am deeply sorry for using an anti-Semitic slur during a live stream yesterday." While I didn't know what the word meant at the time, my ignorance about its history and how offensive it is to the Jewish community is absolutely not an excuse and I was just wrong. I'm now more aware of its meaning and I am committed to properly seeking out people who can help educate me about this type of hate and how we can fight it. I acknowledge and own my mistake and there's no running from something like this that is so hurtful to someone else. This is not a proper representation of who I am and I wanted to acknowledge uh, and and I want to acknowledge to the Arizonas, my team, coaches, front office, and everyone associated with Miami Heat organization, to my family, to our loyal fans, and to others in the Jewish community who I have hurt. I promise to do better and know that my future actions will be more powerful than my use of this word. Okay. So breaking this down, I have a lot of thoughts on his apology. Uh, and I, I feel often uncomfortable speaking on issues of the Jews because I know a lot of you guys don't know many Jews because there are not many Jews. You know, we make up way less than one percentage of the planet. We make up way less than 1% of the planet. So it's very likely you don't know many Jews. And so I know a lot of you guys think that when I speak, I speak for the Jews. I speak as a Jew, but I don't speak for the Jews. And so just please remember that this is one Jew's opinion. In the same way that over my dead body does Ben Shapiro speak for me? Some people might think that I what they might wholly disagree with what I'm saying and they could be Jewish. So just remember that Jews are people. So we're all different. And I, I don't speak for the Jews. I speak as a Jew. That being said, my brother and I were on the phone last night, my sister as well, we were on a three-way call and my brother feels as if there's no way he did not know what this word meant. Um, I I don't agree with that. I think that it is possible that he did not know what this word meant. I think he definitely knew it was a derogatory word of some sort, because otherwise you wouldn't say fucking kike, because th- those words would not come out of your mouth, because it's obviously something bad. You know it's something bad if you're using it when you're f- messing up at a video game. So that... Um, but I'm not positive he's saying, I didn't know what the word meant at the time. I I, am not sitting here saying that's definitely true, but I don't know that he knew that this was a incredibly offensive word to the Jewish community, because I don't know that he's ever taken the time to educate himself on Jews because most people have not. So my brother believes and my brother and, and and most people believe at this point that he obviously knew. I think watching it, I think he knew something, but I don't know to what extent he knew. So I just I, I want to say that me giving him I'm not even giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm just saying I don't know. I, I truly don't know. But that doesn't really matter that much to me in terms of this statement which was not great. Um, I, I don't know what an Arizona is. Is that a person from Arizona? He apologizes to them. And then he apologizes to his teammates and then he apologizes to his coaches. And then he apologizes to the front office. Then he apologizes to everyone associated with the heat. And then lastly, he apologizes to the Jewish community members that he might've hurt. What that says to me is I care more about my job and my fans and my teammates and all of that, than the fact that I might be anti-Semitic. So um, I don't really appreciate being last on his list. I also think, and for those of you guys who are saying, uh, it's the owner of the Heat team is Jewish, Uh, oh, okay. Airsons are owners. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you for that correction. I appreciate you guys. See, I still have things to learn as well, always. So I don't appreciate that. Um, I think that this apology seemed to lack heart and that's kind of a bummer. So I didn't love the apology. It didn't move the needle one way or the other for me. I, I think that it was time will tell on this one especially coming off of what he did in the bubble with not taking a knee, I think he's starting to show where his heart is. And that's in a place that I don't really jive with. Just being completely frank with you guys. Before I get to this next part, I will take a couple of different um, super chats. I'm scared to put this one up, so I'm trying to read through it. Don't forget that. Okay, Alexander Wilson says, don't forget the N-word racial slur ends in E-R. Black people, which I'm a part of, use the N-word that ends in an A. They have two different meanings. Uh, thank you, Alexander, for sharing that. Appreciate your your thoughts there. Bruce Banner says, with all due respect, no way he was clueless, Roxy. Why would he say it if he didn't know it was bad? So Bruce, I hope you're, you guys are listening to what I've said because I feel like sometimes you guys don't listen to me. Um, I didn't say he didn't know it was bad. I very clearly have stated, I think he knew the word was bad. I think he very clearly knew it was a bad word. I don't know that he knows what it was. I think he knew that it was a derogatory bad word. I'm not positive he knew towards who, how much, he clearly knew it was a bad word. And I've said that, over and over. So I, that is just what I, I am not saying he for sure didn't know. I'm just saying, he's saying he didn't know. He clearly knew it was a bad word. He clearly knew it was a word of hate. I don't know that he knew exactly what it meant. I I don't think that everybody in this chat knows what it means. There's 105 of you guys live in here right now. And I would be shocked if every single one of you guys knew what kite meant. Shocked. So that's all I mean by that. I'm not, I, by no means am I sitting here as some kind of self-hating Jew supporting him. I'm just being honest that he knew it was bad, but when he says he doesn't know what, he, what it means, I think a lot of you guys don't know what it means. So, because I don't think people take the time to educate themselves on when people say it's not enough to not be racist. You have to be anti-racist it's not enough to not be anti-Semitic and people don't take the time to support Jews. They just don't. And the, and there's just so few of us. So I did, I did want to get to Julian Edelman's response here and then I kind of want to get to my thoughts on this as well. So let's go into Julian's response and uh, the interesting, Almog says, I'm Jewish, and I don't think I ever heard that word. Then again, I live in Israel, so it's much different. Katie Robinson said, I had never heard the word before today. Thank you guys for being honest, um, because I know. Frank says, I'm going to have to Google this word now. I know that he knows that it's a bad word. I just don't know. I'm just not sure that he knew how bad or what. That's all that I'm trying to state with that. I don't even know that, even if that's the truth, say he didn't know that it was that bad. Say he knew it was bad, but didn't know to the extent. I still don't think he should have included that in the apology because that's an excuse and it's not helpful. So I don't think it had any place in his apology. Just when he's saying that I'm breaking down what that actually could mean, just to be clear. Okay, so then we've got Julian Edelman's response. For those of you guys who don't know, Julian Edelman is uh, a NFL player, go Patriots, and he is Jewish. I think he's one of six Jews in the NFL, if that, and there's just not very many. And he's by far and away the most vocal about being Jewish. And anytime things like this come up, I believe he spoke out about the Nick Cannon situation. Um, He's been somebody who is relatively understanding and also... um, is is trying to move forward. And so I want to read Julian Edelman's response and then explain what I think is happening here. So Edelman on IG posts this, which says an open letter to Myers Leonard. So we've never met. I hope we can one day soon. I'm sure you've been getting lots of criticism for what you said, not trying to add to that. I just want to offer some perspective. I get the sense that you didn't use that word out of hate, more out of ignorance. Most likely you weren't trying to hurt anyone or even profile Jews in your comment. That's what makes it so destructive. When someone intends to be hateful, it's usually met with great resistance. Casual ignorance is harder to combat and has greater reach, especially when you command great influence. Hate is like a virus, even accidentally, it can rapidly spread. I'm down in Miami fairly often. Let's do a Shabbat dinner with some friends. I'll show you a fun time. Julian Edelman. So there was a lot of mixed responses to Julian Edelman saying this. Um, And Julian Edelman is somebody who I really uh, respect and appreciate. And I think that he is, uh, a lot of people here are saying that We can't excuse what he did. We're not ready to show him the right way. He needs to be punished. He needs to be fined. He needs to be removed from the team for a while or whatever it is. And I'm not commenting on that quite yet. Just commenting on Julian Edelman's perspective here. So something that I think is important to relay to you guys who are not Jewish, and by the way, to all my Jews in here, send bunnies, um, because sometimes being Jewish is really fucking hard. I know it's really hard to be a lot of different minorities, but not but, period. Being Jewish is one of those sometimes. And especially recently, it's been really fucking hard. Um, I think that when you have been persecuted and um, your family has been and your people have been and then you have... PTSD that lasts for generations. And so what we have to remember about the Jews, which is different than some other groups of people, is that the Jews were mass murdered, which I know you guys know, um, and they were burned alive. And and to to the extent where, Now they don't even think it's 6 million Jews. They think it's 12 million Jews, up to 15 million Jews that they believe could have been murdered during the Holocaust. There are so few of us left that we are afraid of being wiped off of the planet at all times. Um, That is something that even when I'm not thinking about it consciously, I feel inside. And I know a lot of my other Jewish friends do as well that, we are hated for reasons we don't understand, for reasons that people who hate us don't understand. And we are afraid of going extinct because we're afraid of being mass murdered. And if, if we wipe out that many millions of Jews again, there will be none of us left. We are one of the smallest minority groups on the planet. And there's just not that fucking many of us, so it's in a lot of our, it's in a lot of our um, b- blood and a lot of our personalities. For any of you guys who do know know Jews, New Joes, no Jews, we we love to be loved. So think about some stereotypes about Jews. Not I'm not talking about negative ones, but like. I have severe FOMO. I always want to be included. I want to host people. I want people to like me. Um, I want all all those things. I want to, I over-explain myself because I just want to make sure that everybody's clear on what I'm saying at all times. Jews are afraid. We're, We're afraid. And so Julian Edelman responding like this makes sense to me because what we know is that we actually cannot double down. And anybody who says something anti-Semitic, if we double down with them, then they hate us. And when people hate us, we get killed. And so what a lot of Jews try to do is say, hey, um, no, no, what, what you did is okay, it's okay. Um, and let me show you, let me, please, please, just let me show you what it's actually like to be Jewish so that you don't hate me and and you don't keep using the word kike and that you don't feel that way. Um, just, if, if you just let me explain, if you just let me show you then maybe you won't hate us so much and maybe we'll be accepted. Um, and so this is whether Jews are conscious of this or not, this is very, very common for Jews. We are some of the most forgiving people. And we also just so badly want to be accepted that I'm so not surprised that Julian's response to this was inviting him over for Shabbat, which um, there's a religious element to it, but it's also traditional and um, it it makes sense because he's trying to welcome him in. Like, even though you consciously or subconsciously hate me, I still want to welcome you into my home because I just so badly want to be accepted on this planet. And so I, I feel that way all of the time. I It's why when I was faced with such extreme anti-Semitism on Twitter, I started responding to every single fucking person like a psychopath and like going up late on this show and missing things because all I wanted was to explain myself to every fucking person who was sending me swastikas. I just wanted to explain like, well, this, 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 and and why this? And... and it's a lot and a lot of other minority groups have chosen to respond in different ways. And the, the Jews, and again, this is a vast, vast generalization typically respond with, please like us, please. Holy shit. How can we get you to accept us? So this response was not surprising by Julian Edelman at all. And, um, you know, it's in, in hopes that it works. In hopes that he does educate himself and that myers Leonard becomes somebody who not only doesn't use the word kike, but calls out his friends who clearly are using this word because I don't know anybody who show me show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. you know, uh, it's just it's um a word that he, what is he just came up with it himself. No, obviously the people in his life use this word. So hopefully not only does he just stop using it but he becomes somebody who when he hears other people say it he can explain don't fucking don't fucking use that word and it's not right and the jews have been persecuted enough and leave them a, a, the fuck alone use a different phrase if you're playing video games and you scream out fuck Fuck or you know, even like a lot of people hate the word cunt, but like cunt or motherfucker or what, like just something that's not racist or anti-Semitic or homophobic. Those things. Um so I totally get I totally get what he's doing here and it makes sense. Um to me. I see some streamlabs and super chats coming in, so I want to make sure we get to these. And then we can continue talking about this. And thank you guys for giving me the space to do this. Space Sensei says, the K word used to be used a lot with old comedians that came from the vaudeville circuit like Don Rickles. If you are a certain age, you've heard it. Interesting. I was not aware of that. Yeah, I was not aware of that. Jr. Me at Taxi says, hey, Roxy, I just wanted to support and listen to your perspective as a Jew. I'm sorry this is happening. Thank you for being you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So people have been asking me, what do I think should happen now? Typically in the NBA, I believe when you do something like like this, which I don't even know what that means, but whatever's clumped into this realm, you get fined, like $100,000 or fined. Um, And I don't know, sometimes when I'm asked to be jury judge and executioner, I don't I don't actually know. Um, I don't know this man. I don't know where his heart is. I know t- literally two things about him. And the only two things about him on the planet that I know are that, number one, when everybody else on his team took a knee, he did not. And number two, when playing video games in his home, he freely used the word kike. Those are not two great things to n- know about him. So I do think that from what I was watching, it sounds like he has been, the team has taken a step back from him temporarily as they look into the situation. I don't really know what they're looking into. Um, so I don't know. I'm not sure. I really hope that he educates himself and then he grows from this. I hope that word never comes out of his mouth again like I said, it's so strange to hear it because it's not, it's actually a word that shouldn't be in existence anymore because it's not in anybody's vocabulary who should be allowed to use it. Jews don't use this word. So who's using this word? The only people using the word are non-Jews, which is exactly who can't use this word. So there's. it's just a, it's just a no. It's just, if you're hearing it, it's just meaning that you're hanging out with people who are speaking words and not Jews. All right, let's go into the Streamlabs. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Let's see what's going on in here. and Any other questions, comments, concerns, thoughts that you guys have on this situation, I would love to try to address and talk about. Um, And I can answer whatever it is that I that I know, or I can try at least, uh, Katie, the good witch says, Hey, Roxy and friends. Glad I actually catch the live show today. Just wanted to say hi and you're all awesome. Love you. Thank you, Katie, honey. I'm sorry that this is the one you're catching, but thank you. Appreciate you also coming in from before the show started uh carly P says, hi roxy i sent it in the stream loves and okay. i'm being unsure if i should get the vaccine and you helped me feel better about it i was unable oh i was able to get an appointment for tomorrow which is today by the time you've read this i'm very excited and thank you for the advice so happy for you that's great carly red sand says have a super mario oh march 10th mm-hmm. saw the nintendo joke this morning and it's the only day it works have a great one thanks red sands you rock Glenn Caesar said, hello, good afternoon, Roxy, all your nicknames, great job on SEN Live. Thanks again for hanging out with us. Much love to you, Grammy and Papo. Peace, love, bunnies, and hugs to you and yours. Thanks, RJ, RSB, and WFs for being cool and letting us chill out. You're appreciated. Let's go, Smets, and everyone for fighting for today, tomorrow, and more. Smash cancer, be most excellent. RJ and Rockstars. show up for people who need it. That makes you so cool, humane, and worthy. Cheers to fuck, yeah, news in 2021 and beyond. Good thoughts and good vibes to you, RJ, on garnering all of your success. Good luck with all the filming and auditions or bookings that are coming up. What's for you is yours. You're earning it because you fucking rock chunk. Positive thoughts to you, RJ, the rock stars or world friends who show up and give their support whenever, however they can. Don't forget when it gets tough, even if you're by yourself, you're not alone. Everyone who's battling, keep on fighting. You're a winner. Ryan Payne says... As a black man, I have a complicated love-hate relationship with the N-word. While I understand the need to take back power over the word, it's also a problem because it's heavily integrated into black culture and it opens the door for non-POCs to say it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that probably is part of the Jewish mentality. I don't know exactly why we don't use the word kike ever. Um, And I, I think... I think it probably starts with like, by thinking that we're going to eliminate the word from the planet. Like if nobody says it, then hopefully it will be gone. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not a black man or a woman or a person. So I, I can't say what should, and I know you're not asking me with the N word, but what should take place. But I think the Jew, I think what Jews are hoping is that if we don't even say it, that it doesn't ever get said. And then the word disappears. Uh, but clearly that's not happened. So I don't know that it's the the move. It's not a word I would feel comfortable saying on a daily basis. Um, I I honestly really, truly feel uncomfortable saying it here, but I think it's important for me too. So that's why I decided to, if that makes sense. Mike T54 says, Roxy, what do you think this says about the gaming community in general? Because I grew up playing COD and... (laughs) Call of Duty and the stuff I have heard in the lobbies was, is wow, 12 year olds saying slurs like nothing. I think a lot of communities are like this, but yeah, I think that that's a huge problem. Um, I think there's something about when you fuck up when you're gaming and you scream those words, you know, they talk about violence in video games. It seems like a much bigger fucking problem to me because 12 year olds are hearing that from somewhere and it's probably people like Myers Leonard who are screaming those things. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how he learned it when he was younger. So I think that's not ideal, (laughs) It's super not ideal. Arlie says, I'm 60 years old and I thought that word faded out when I was a kid. I haven't heard it in years. It's basically the M word for Jews, very surprised. I've only been called it in person a couple of times in my life. I've been called it on the internet quite a few times. And it is, it's, uh, there's no other word for me to say than it's so jarring because what is turned into when somebody says it to you as a Jew, it really sounds like I hate you for being Jewish. That's what it feels like and sounds like. And so then obviously, where do you go from there? It's a very challenging word that, frankly, I don't know where what place it has in the world anymore at all. Apollo3JP says, what's your take on Gavin Newsom announcement? Looks like gyms, theaters, and indoor dining are open on Saturday. We feeling good about that? Is this the right move? Am I, am I one step closer to grabbing a drink? with Steph, all valid questions. Yes to the Steph part. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was the right move to close things down. I don't know if it was the right move to open things up partially and then close them down again and now open them up. I don't know. I'm gonna be fully vaccinated by Monday though. So and Grammy and Papa are vaccinated. So for my myself, I have I think different restrictions because now I can I'm truly trying to get Grammy to break this to help her with her depression. And so the fact that movie theaters might be open and me being able to take her would be really nice. And we still wear a mask to protect others, but knowing that she's protected. But at the same time, if I she was not vaccinated, I don't think I would go anywhere right now because I'd be seeing her too much. So I think everybody still has to be really fucking careful. Kate Walton in the Stream Lab says, this is actually quite similar to Kyle Larson who criticized talking. Uh, oh, sorry, criticized taking a knee Then said the N word ending in ER and a live stream, not Jewish, but Hope Leonard is held accountable and actually shows that he is learning to be better. Okay, Walton, I'm curious from you, what do you think being held accountable would look like? Do you think it's um, getting fined or not being on the team or anywhere in between? I would love to know your thoughts. Matthew Gold says, even if he was joking around with a friend, he should have known he was live on Twitch and people would be offended. But that's the thing. I don't think he should, okay, so I'll be honest with you, Matthew Gold, that's exactly, and I'm glad you said that, that's exactly not the point. The point isn't that it's okay to do when you're joking around with friends, but if you're live on Twitch, you should not do it. It's not a joke. It's not his word to say. It's incredibly offensive. And, It doesn't, it's the problem isn't that he said it on Twitch. The problem is that he's saying it, that it is in his vocabulary and that him and his friends are using that word. That's the problem. It's not that it was on Twitch. It's that it's there. And so for everybody, he's like, who's like, well, it'd be one thing if it was just locker room talk, but the fact that they're doing it in public, no, no, the problem is that it's happening. It's not a problem that I know it's happening. It's a problem that it's happening. So that, okay. Kay Walton says actually learning about Jewish history and becoming an ally. I believe a football player said something anti-Semitic then took a trip to Israel to learn more. That is true. But Kay Walton, I mean, what, what do you think should happen with him in terms of when you say repercussions? Not how do you think he should grow? What do you think should happen? Should he be fined? Should he be kicked off the team? Should he, what should, what should happen? And you might not know the answer and I don't know the answer. That seems to be the question, what should they do? Hitman Hudson says, look, I can only speak as an autistic person who's been called the R word. I know I have probably, I have been probably too forgiving of people I know who have said the R word, mainly because it's scary to speak out. It's scary to call out bigotry in a bigoted world. So I I will say that, um, I'm really glad you said something Hitman Hudson and Growing up, I heard the R word all of the time. I, the R word was that and gay were like both thrown out there. Every other, especially growing up in Boston where everybody's like, fuck this and fuck that. Those were words that were thrown out there all of the time. Um, and I don't know whether that's because I was younger or it was a different time period. But it took me until I went to college to learn that, oh, you can't fucking say those things. And here's why. And here's what this means. And um, I think that, you know, that's fucking horrible. And I'm really embarrassed about the way that I used to speak. And it's been years and years since I have spoken that way. But there was a time in my life where I did. And so that's why I talk about, Growth and really believing that people can grow because there's not a world in which I drop the R word now. Like, there's just that's not because it's not part of my vocabulary. I wouldn't say it on a Twitch stream because I wouldn't say it sitting here with Steph. I wouldn't say it here sitting by myself. So I'm really fucking embarrassed of that. And I hope that in 10 years from now, Myers Leonard is sitting there feeling really fucking embarrassed because it's so not even a part of him anymore. That and he's done the work to understand why this hurts people, this is offensive, and what it means. So yeah, and thank you for saying that. I, I appreciate you speaking up about that, hitman. Deaf Bears in the Streamlabs, Streamlabs.com slash Roxy strayer says, I don't know if you know what the H3 podcast is, but I was listening to him on uh, to him the other day. And Ethan, the host, said a similar story that you shared of your mom. He said, in school, people said, oh, you're Jewish. I didn't expect you to look so normal. That's so disheartening. Yeah, I think you're probably talking about the story I tell about my mom when her roommate in college checked her head for horns. Because that's that's ignorance. And, and when you are growing up and you don't, most people do not know Jews. They don't know Jews and it's hard for Jews to believe because Jews, because we are so afraid congregate in such communities that I grew up with all Jews. And then I moved to LA where where there are tons of Jews and all of my friends out here come from New York where there are Jews or Chicago, where there are Jews or Miami, where there are Jews just, but then there there are places of the country where there are fucking no Jews, no Jews, most places, have very few Jews because there's so few of us. And I I, I know I've said that point a lot of times, but I want you guys to really, really I, let that hit home how fucking few of us there are. And so what that does to a group of people, when you're afraid that there are so few of you that if anything happens, there will be none of you. And then you're gone. So that. Uh, Morse code Z says as a Jew who never had that, who never had the word used at me, nor have ever, I ever heard anyone use it in a non-negative conversation. I have a hard time having any feelings on it. Also, I've never heard a press release apology that sounded good. Yeah, I know what you mean. Morse code Z. None of them sound genuine or real. Just they're, they're, they're usually pretty off. Um, And it's okay, that's why I said Morse code Z, I don't speak for the Jews. I can just speak as a Jew. And so you can feel differently and maybe this didn't bother you or maybe it didn't affect you or maybe you don't know how you feel. And that's okay because you're Jewish so you're allowed to have any of those feelings, (laughs) any of them. All right, Uh, going back into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer, Leonard Kim. The good Leonard said, hey, dimple tits, Roxy, not Myers Leonard here, rolling on the floor laughing. Honest mistake. No worries. I'm so sorry, Leonard Kim. None of us will know for sure, but I tend to agree with you. I believe he only knew the term to be derogatory and offensive, but not to the Jewish community. So Leonard, I'm not saying that that's what I believe. I'm just saying I don't know. When you say you agree with me that that's what you think, you're absolutely welcome to think that. I'm not saying I think that. I'm saying I truly don't know. I don't know if he knew or not and everybody's saying he for sure knew. I'm not, sh- I'm just not positive. Then Leonard Kim says, I didn't know either until a situation arose. I'm not equating the situation, the circumstances, but my point of reference of the situation is whenever I hear, um, I don't want to say that word, but C H I N K, I don't even like to say the idiom. um, C-H-I-N-K, in the armor, but it's different for everyone. Also, my personal experience is that Asians never use the term the way the Black community uses the N-word with each other. Just thought I'd share my sentiments, and sorry that anti-Semitism continues to exist. Side note, the hair looks beautiful. Thank you, Leonard Kim. Um, Be very, just as a favor to me, guys, um, be very careful when you send me stream labs and super chats to read that have derogatory terms in them because I'm live on air and it's one of my biggest fears that I will be reading and that I, I'm going to fuck something up. Um, and I just so badly don't want to do that. So just help me out. Um, and just try, try to make sure that we, anything you're writing that I can read, um, because I'm, it, it's seriously one of my biggest fucking fears. I'm so nervous because <laughs> it's not what's in my heart. So, yeah, thank you, my friends. Um, K. Walton says, "Yeah, don't put Roxy in that situation. Look out for your girl." Thank you, K. Walton, my love. You <laughs> just like picture the headlines and and in my heart, and I'm just like ah, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. um, yeah. So. Those are those are my thoughts on the situation. I I hope that he learns and he grows. Do I think that this is the worst and most anti-Semitic thing that's ever been done? Absolutely not. Do I think that when people understand Jews more, they appreciate Jews more? Yes. Same thing with any minority or any people. The best thing that you can do is get to know some people. If you don't understand, if if say for example, BLM came up this year, last year, and you didn't understand why, why there were protests all of, a, all of a sudden, or why there was, and for people listening, I'm doing air quotes on all of a sudden because it's super duper not fucking all of a sudden, but um, why people were so upset or with the police shoot the brutality and excessive force and all of that. If you didn't understand you probably don't have black friends. Um, and so it's very hard when you don't have any Jewish friends to understand why, what is upsetting to a Jew. Um, and and this morning, and I do this to Winston all the time. And this morning I woke up and I was um, doing work and Winston texted me and was like, what are you thinking about this Myers Leonard situation? And I was so glad he asked me because Winston actually has several Jewish friends, but I'm just so glad he asked me because I'm so happy to, to talk about it. And like, especially cause there's so few of us. So, um, yeah, I just, I just, if you don't know anybody of, of a certain type, then it's very hard to understand. Legoland says, Hmm, I can be annoying when, it can be annoying when you're in a group and someone in the groups are okay with, taking a word back and others really not. It does make them feel like outsiders feel, wait, what do you mean, Lego? I can be annoying when you're in a group and some people in the group are okay with taking a word back and others are really not. It does make them, it does them make outsiders feel like they can use it. Explain what you mean a little bit. Is that in regards to what I was just saying? I would love to hear more. So yeah. Just my point of that being that if you've lived in a small town your whole life and you have, and maybe you're a white dude and maybe you have all white dude friends, just look at that. And I'm not saying go approach a black person, an Asian person, and a Jewish person and force them to be your friend because you need friends of different types to be understanding. I'm so not saying that. I'm just saying I grew up around almost all Jews and my friends were almost all Jewish. And luckily I also, I lived in two different places. And so I also had friends that were different races and religions um, and sexual orientations and, and everything from me. But it wasn't until I came to LA and your friends aren't just based on your proximity, your friends are based on your interests and whatnot, that I really, it was really important to me to have friends from all different walks of life. So that I really could be the best version of me that I can be, and I can be the best ally that I can be too. Just hoping that that is something that sticks with you guys as well. Kay Walton says, I was so many people's only black friend growing up. That's so tough. That's that's tough. Yeah, I'm a lot, I'm a lot of people, a lot of people are like. And even people in here, Um, I think I saw Rob say it earlier, which I totally understand because there's not that many of us. I think Rob, you said like Roxy's my first Jewish friend or like person, like close person. Um, And I know, I know I'm a lot of people's introduction to Jews because there's just so few of us. And um, that is an honor and a privilege, but it's also a weight. And I'm just gonna do the best job I can to represent Jews as best as I can. All right, we are getting out of here. Thank you guys for letting the entire show be about this today. I really appreciate you guys letting me talk about this and wanting to learn and educate yourselves. You're all awesome. And um, yeah, don't forget to join us tonight if you want something that's a lot more fun and a lot less um, uh, anti-Semitic. <laughs> Join us for Steph's birthday party live. The world girls are throwing her an epic birthday party. It's going to be a blast. We're making her do fun stuff. We have fun people popping in. We have fun surprise thing for her. Just a lot of great stuff. So that's going to be at 6 p.m. YouTube.com slash the world girls. And also, uh, yeah, we got just a ton of stuff going on in March. So make sure you're looking out. Another Streamlabs that just came through from Glenn. Thank you so much, Glenn. Um, thank goodness for you saying, continue to say it. Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hengis, and Jonathan Magne. We arrest the cops and kill Brianna Taylor. All three of them for killing Brown Taylor. Justice for all the people who lost their lives due to excessive force. Hashtag say their names. Yes, absolutely to all that. Um, yeah which is another, I mean, this is a whole conversation for a different time, I talk about this all the time, but like, you why know, it's so fucking important that black people and Jewish people stick together. Oh my God, <laughs> we need each other so bad, <laughs> or at least that's how I feel. And um, that wasn't fully having to do with you just said, but anytime we talk about Breonna Taylor, I just think about like how hard I just wanna ride for my, my black friends and family and, you guys and it's fucking horrific. So thank you guys to everybody who's in here. Thank you for learning. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for putting your toilet seats and lids down. Thank you for not trending with the Holocaust. That one is super relevant today. Thank you for making your beds and thank you for continuing to be with me for the next five days in a row as we hit 365 days live at the Roxy during this crazy ass time. Check your internet, blow on it, Shout out to all of you guys. Much love. Stay safe. Stay sane. And I'll see you guys tonight for the World Girls.